Season 3, Chapter 9 Circles Set Yourself Free Camilla Talno Circles She could hear a car coming, her long silence suddenly interrupted by the unmistakable sound of someone on the road, and they were moving fast. She left her rake against the shed to see who might be traveling way up here. The grind of the tires along the gravel made her think about her companion and how an approaching vehicle would have saved the girl's life. This time of year always made her think about the girl. She squinted to read the markings along the Ford Explorer that had just cleared a crop of trees. It read, County Sheriff and she hated to think where he might be headed in such a hurry. She was just a child when a split second changed the trajectory of everything and left her with a charm bracelet of ghosts that she would only add to over the years. She remembered the blinding blue lights and uniformed faces that pulled her tiny frame from the wreckage. Her parents and sister had been inches away from her, doing their best to ignore the commotion and die in peace. But the rescue workers shouted commands and peeled the car open with their power tools. And then she was floating, strapped to a gurney and wet with rain, while the people she loved the most were allowed to stay behind, together, safe and warm, under a sheet. She thought about Charlie and the cold silence that surrounded his final hours until the hot breath of death came to pull at his limbs and open his chest. She had covered him with a blanket so that he too would be safe and warm while she left him to find help. The sound of someone on the road was crystallizing all the if-onlys in her mind until she could picture Charlie jogging toward the road, excited to talk with whomever might be driving by. The woman liked living in her head. The sheriff's SUV stopped abruptly and then turned onto her driveway. For what reason, she could not imagine. She had no one left to lose. Beautiful day, he said, while unfolding his big body up and out of the driver's seat. The comment put her off. Why do people always have to point that out, as though it never occurred to me to notice the beauty of another day, as if my grief keeps me blind to my blessings? Ma'am, my name is Sheriff Randall. You're not in any trouble. I wonder if you might help me with something important, he said as he approached her. Not in any trouble, she reflected. What a foolish thing to say when the softest flick can push you out of orbit and send you crashing through the window of your old life. She was back to her thoughts again, oblivious to the officer who was awaiting a reply. She was thinking about circles now and how Charlie knew that she needed to live away from people, how he knew he would not be with her forever, how he never looked back, but she always did until there was nothing behind her and nothing in front of her anymore. There was only ever the stillness of now, and her beloved Charlie had known this all along. Indeed, he arranged this experience for her because she needed to learn. Maybe he had given himself to the bear on that day all those years ago. 
The revelation that all is exactly as it should be had finally arrived, just in time for her to play her part, if she allowed it. Nathan Randall was a tall man with a broad body that was made even broader by his bulletproof vest and wide-brimmed sheriff's hat. He had extended his hand to introduce himself and was waiting. She had not touched another human hand since the day she found Charlie's flung over to the pile of roofing shingles that he had planned to install. Touching someone else felt strange. Hello, she said, eager to release her grip. Hellos always led to goodbyes. She rolled her gray hair behind her ears, revealing the chiseled features of someone who needed very little, who could extract the marrow from a green onion and then live comfortably for days on nothing else. As a public defender back in Portland, she had made a career out of assessing just how much effort to expend and where. And now she was appraising the man who had come to hear her story. He was young, mid-forties, and yet he looked so tired, so run down and sad. The woman watched the sheriff as he blocked out the sun, unaware that they were mirror images of each other. I'm hoping you can help me find someone who might be in urgent need of my help. Do you have a few minutes to talk? He asked. Nobody comes here, she answered, much too quickly. Nathan Randall was also a patient man. He inhaled slowly, and he wondered, Why do all the important conversations have to start with a lie? Circles, written and performed by Bridget Emmons. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Main Stories and visit my website at BridgetEmmons.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>